Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes, sir. Uh. Uh. The mother guys ain't got no style. We know what's up before we go down. This is the rundown. This is the rundown. If you ain't know the deal, I bet you know now. This is the fans' voice. You hit on vocals. This what the people need and what they want now. This is the rundown. This is the rundown. If you ain't know the deal, I bet you know now. This is the rundown. This is the rundown. This is the rundown. If you ain't know the deal, I bet you know now. Hey, it's the rundown, gotta know that. It's the rundown, gotta know that. Get, get, get. It's the rundown, gotta know that. Let's get it, yeah. It's the rundown, gotta know that. There you go. What's happening? What up, dog? What's going down, people? It's your homie, homie CL. And I'm back, gonna run down sports podcast, gotta know that. And I'd like to thank y'all for coming, joining me for this edition. Cause it's a great day, just like every day we're doing the podcast. And you can always find us on therundown.com, that's D-A-R-U-N-D-O-W-N.com. Huh? And uh, if you like the podcast, please subscribe, rate and review on iTunes. You can subscribe on YouTube, get it every time it come out. Well, check for us on Stitcher and SoundCloud coming soon. Shout out Tony Fab for this beat. It's knocking. You gotta know it. So, uh, we're gonna talk a little NFL later on in the week. So, uh, I wanna talk about a little boxing today. Because watching that Mayweather Maydana part two fight kinda made me realize a couple things. Boxing is probably going to die off because they're an arcade sport. The structure is wrong and they'll never be viable again in this climate. Now, uh, coming on to talk a little boxes for me, I got J.R. Gamble from theshadowleague.com. Um, if you don't know about the Shadow League, they have a cultural perspective when it comes to covering sports. So, uh, they kind of change the point of view or the point of preference or the point of reference, excuse me. And um, it's pretty interesting. They're pretty big on boxing. And uh, JR has some real interesting things to say in his blog post wrapping up the fight. So uh, I had him come on, speak on that, what he's seen, uh, future of boxing, and uh, where does Floyd rank all time? So uh, without further ado, let's get into it. Joining me today on the Rundown Sports Podcast, I have J.R. Gamble from the Shadow League. What's going on, J.R.? Hey, CL. Thank you for having me on today. Everything is good. Um, you know, ready to talk to Mayweather. All right. That's what's up, man, because uh, I almost had forgot about the fight myself. 
until a partner of mine had hit me up and was like, man, you ain't finna watch this fight. And I'm like, what fight? I'm like, man, I've been so wrapped up in the NFL, you know, I haven't just picked my head up for five minutes. Right, yeah. You know, another Mayweather fight, part two, Maidana. You know, another opponent of Mayweather's who people had hoped would give a better showing. Um, with Mayweather fights, you often have to look at them in a different perspective than other fights. We judge his fights on basically how well someone can compete with them or how many times they hit him or when they had him under pressure versus if they seriously could win the fight. Right. You know? So um, his fights have lost steam. Like you said, you didn't even remember that Mayweather fought. You know, five, eight years ago, that was an attraction. Everyone knew. People were rolling down to Vegas from everywhere in the country. You know, if you're a big-time entertainer, high roller, legal mm-hmm. or illegal, you were placing <laughs> bets on that Mayweather fight. You know what I mean? You're putting right. down money, you're trying to double up and uh, on the Mayweather fight. But now, you know, the bookies have reported and, um, you know, the betting Vegas has reported that it's significantly down. Not a lot of people put money on the fight. Now, you know Mayweather's always a good bet. So to me, that means people are less interested, you know, right. in the fight. It can't even compare to the bets that were placed when he fought Canelo Alvarez. So, um, you know, the Mayweather story is losing its excitement, is losing its spark because, you know, this isn't this isn't baseball, this isn't football, it's boxing. We love dynasties in those sports. We love teams to go undefeated. It's so rare. It's just right. as rare in boxing actually as team sports in a lot of instances for a person to go their whole career undefeated. But, you know. Okay. I was about to say, we're going to kind of get into Mayweather's uh, place in history a little bit later. But uh, first, let me me get your thoughts on the fight. Now, this is a rematch that, uh, for one, Floyd Mayweather doesn't do a lot of rematches. So this was a, a rare occasion to frame that with, first of all. Uh, right. We all know Pacquiao fell out of contention when he just took it to the face and uh, went down like a sniper was in the building. So mm-hmm. this is probably as interesting as it, as it was going to get for Mayweather. Um, me, myself, I, and uh, I see that you echoed the same sentiment. Mayweather really came out looking like the smartest fighter in the ring on Saturday. And... Uh, I don't know. You just tell me what you think. Did you think the the score was right? Uh, do you think the first fight had anything to do with the outcome? And uh, was he even on Mayweather's level to begin with? Talking about Manana, of course. Well, is he on Mayweather's level? No, no one's on Mayweather's level as far as the mastery boxing technical aspect of boxing, executing the craft, counter punching knowing defenses, being able to adjust your style as Mayweather had, has in fights in the past early in his career where he broke his hand and had to go southpaw against, against I think, Carlos Hernandez and still won, you know, um, a, a tough fight. So he won the first fight. Madonna put on a good show. A good show against Mayweather is always overrated because he never really gets hit. He never really engages so you don't get those battles. That's what boxing is built on. That's where legends are made. You can throw a 47-0 record, I guess, around in everyone's face. But 
The proof is in the pudding. Boxing is a man's sport. If you never get hit and you never get knocked down, how good are you really? Because right. what is the point of boxing is coming back from adversity. That's what the greatest champions have endured from Jack Johnson to Muhammad Ali to Joe Lewis. Name who you, name anybody you want, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, Sugar Ray Leonard, Thomas Hitman, Hearn, Alexis Aguayo. It doesn't matter. They've all gotten blasted, and they've all worked hard, dug deep down, found that resolve, and came back. And I put Floyd Mayweather, interestingly enough, in the same category of a Mike Tyson. Had a little tough, difficulty right there, but... uh. JR, why don't you go ahead and finish what you were saying, and uh, I want to move on. Okay. Yeah, so the second fight, well, basically it was much of the same. McDonough hunting, Mayweather showing his skills, trying not to get hit, still trying to be pretty enough to hit that club up without having to make a stop at the hospital <laughs> after the fight. You know? And that's basically it. He is the smartest fighter ever because he learned from his uncle, he learned from his dad who are prize fighters, and, um, you know, they, they speak with slurs. You know, they probably have some brain damage, certain things they can't do because of right. the savagery of the sport, and he's trying to make sure that's not him. I don't know. Okay, now, that, that brings up an interesting point that I want to talk about as far as the future of boxing because I think that's something that's hurting it. But uh, let's talk about Mayweather as far as his place in history. You, you said... You know, he's the undefeated boxer. We got a lot of people that we think of. That we associate knockouts, heavyweights, uh, and usually having some contemporaries with each one of the boxing legends. You know, there's always three or four people that's always in the conversation. But with Mayweather, it's just him. And he's not a heavyweight. He's a little guy. That dude weighs as much as I do. And uh, it just, it it comes off a little different um, as far as comparing him to the other guys. But like you said, you can't discredit the guy for being smart. He doesn't get hit, doesn't get injured, and you might as well say it, but he's got the best marketing machine behind him, and it might be just off what he knows. Yeah, and he's basically been the savior for boxing because... He's, you know, on the top three highest-paid athletes in the world last decade or so. And if you take him out of the mix, boxing is truly, truly in trouble. 18 years, I would say this about Floyd Mayweather Jr. For two decades, he's been the most dominant fighter of his generation. Has he been the most exciting? No. You know, has he been had the most guts? Questionable. I don't want to question the man's heart. You know, but other than that, skills-wise, competition-wise, as far as who he's put in front of him, you know, he never fought a he never fought Paul Williams. He never fought a couple of guys who could take him there, you know, take him deep into those uncharted waters, those treacherous waters when you don't want to go anymore. You know, every, day, every fight's a picnic for this yeah, guy. Yeah, and it seems that way that he's kind of hand-picking the guys, you know, not in that that top top tier like you said that can really give him a challenge and um I've been writing the last couple of days and I came up with a solution for that now okay. my proposal is 
that we fold all the federations into one big federation. Now, I don't really know all the inner workings of boxing, but that's the only way that the the sport will ever continue to be relevant. And what you need to do is just have a structure where, just like at any other level of boxing, you have a tournament to decide who gets to be number one and gets a chance at the belt. That way you can't duck anybody because it's proven that's the number one guy and the champion needs to be fighting them. And you're right, CL, and that's a proven formula, not only in wrestling, which is not actually real, but remember when they had the boxing right. reality show? A lot of people watched that. That brought a lot of attention to boxing, and those guys were legit. And even if they... See, boxing needs to create contenders, create superstars. I thought it was the perfect recipe. All those guys weren't the greatest boxers, but guys like Cornelius Brindley and um, who's the other guys, you know, different guys that caliber, they were able to become superstars, celebrity superstars, without actually having to earn it through beating a lot of opponents. They created superstar boxing people that were familiar with. And that's why they went on to get title shots and uh, different things of that nature. So, you know, that would be that would be the best thing to do. That would create a true champion, and people would respect it more instead of guys walking into the ring with four different belts. No one knows what it is: the OBO, the UBI, the WBC. Right, and you know, the, the <laughs> I, I, I made the the, the <laughs> argument that probably one in ten. Boxing fans could probably even name one of the federations that the right. belt goes to. And that's the first problem. If you don't even know who's running it, then you it's it's hard to really respect it. You know, here in America we have these sports leagues, they have commissioners, they have, you know, people in check to make sure that the product continues to grow. Nobody is head starting that with boxing and I really feel the future is, is real bleak for it if they don't really adopt what UFC is doing right now, which is getting on TV, well, uh, getting into digital, having more you know more content available. But I really think it's it's more it's more about the money for the individuals. Right. Like I said, boxing, gladiator sport, blood sport. The people that run boxing. Don't want it to be more uniform. It's the wild, wild west. That's a good Boxing one. Boxing always been for renegades. It's for it's slavery, indentured slavery, ownership, strong arm deals under the table. That's still boxing, you know? Very powerful, very sketchy men running the show behind the scenes. They don't really want you to know who they are because it's not on the up and <laughs> up in a lot of cases. Yeah. You know what I mean? With boxing, so... The guy that's making the moves definitely stand on. Don King is about as much out there as he's going to be. Well, he already did his murder, right. back, so he wasn't worried about it. He, he gave, you know, this black man, he already gave his eight years. So, <laughs> in the 60s. So, he obviously, and he obviously had some connections that ran deeper than boxing, you know, which is another, you know, angle for boxing, why it's messed up and sketchy. And, you know, it's not, it's not a natural flow. It's impressive when guys like Floyd actually do branch out and De La Hoya branch out and compete, 
you know, with the old regime for boxers and um, promotions and yeah, that, that that's really sense. where it's getting killed. That it's that's it's the promoters and like you said, these underhand deals. And I literally just went to Google search and put crooked boxing promoters and Wikipedia page for Don King comes right up. So that just tells you if mm -hmm. the most well-known person that ever promoted the sport was a crooked person, it, it, that ain't a good look. Just just point blank. So uh, I don't really know what, yep. what to tell people when it comes to boxing or people that really like boxing. But as long as there's no one governing body to get that, that one brand marketing machine behind it to, you know, manufacture those stars and just keep an ebb and flow of, you know, people coming back and drawing attention, it's not going to get anywhere. But uh, before I get you out of there, I see you, you be writing on a few different subjects when it comes to sports. So I want to jump off of boxing and just get you a couple takes off of what you've been seeing in, in the NFL. Yeah, the, the new drug policies. Yeah, you know, the NFL. They, everybody has a problem with the NFL. I don't have a problem with that for the same reason a lot of people do, you know. I, I don't feel like the NFL should really be going, you know, out of their way. To have domestic abuse as a platform, I don't feel like that's their responsibility. Totally wrong. You know, anytime somebody gets hurt in a situation like that, especially a relationship. But, um, you know, there's always deeper issues. And, and, you know, all I see is really black men getting painted with a bad brush. You know, I don't, that, that's really what I see. Whether they're right or not, it's who you choose to put on blast how you choose to put them on last because every race of person is capable of committing the same crime, you know? So, other, you know, in that case, Agent Peterson's situation is crazy too, you know, but that's another situation. It's another domestic situation. Somebody raising their kids versus someone and how they treat their wife. You know, those are all different. For all people, you know, some things are blanketly wrong, but that grows up differently, I guess. You know, you have to suffer the consequences in the end. Josh Gordon and his new drug policy, I think the NFL has to have better support system for their players. These guys are young. If, you know, he's doing the scissor, if he's doing the math. All right, we had a little more technical difficulty on the end of that with JR. Um, but basically what he went on to say is... Josh Gordon is known to be on the scissor, on the marijuana, and the NFL doesn't put enough emphasis on recovery. And even in the new drug reform, still not enough emphasis on recovery, and that's really the big picture. It's kind of a mirror of what things going on in society, where the police have more emphasis on getting the drugs out of the streets than it is getting the drugs out of the people. I could go in on that subject alone, but I'm just going to shout out to the homie JR from the ShadowLead.com coming on once again. Um, if y'all want to get at him on Twitter, he is the Fanalyst One. F A N A L Y S T One. I like that Twitter handle. So uh, you want to get at us, comments, whatever you want to throw at us, just at the Rundown Sports on Twitter. I'm at CL, the main event on Twitter. You can even shoot us an email. 
call us. Hit us on Facebook, Google Plus. You can find all that at therundown.com. And anything else you might need when it comes to Atlanta sports and music. You gotta know that. I am your host, CL, and we out here. Peace.